Welcome to the Power of Five podcast with Glenn Blakeney. Join us for revelatory teaching as well as riveting discussions and guest interviews on all things fivefold ministry. Welcome to the Power of Five podcast. Glenn Blakeney here. Thank you for joining me for episode number four. Today we're going to take a deep dive into the fourth chapter of the book of Ephesians. Ephesians is really the back-end constitution of understanding how the church is to function. Why is it that the early church saw great grace, Acts 4 33. It's because the fivefold was activated, the fullness of Jesus Christ as embodied in the fivefold. When Jesus was on the earth, he was an apostle, a prophet, an evangelist, a pastor, and teacher. And when he ascended on high, he gave out of his own grace gifts to the church, those gifts being the fivefold ministry. And so, in order for the church to experience the fullness of Christ, and to be equipped and activated just as Jesus did with his disciples, we need the fivefold working together in collaboration and in synergy so that this great grace, the various mingling of anointings would be happening so that the fullness of Christ himself would be released and that it would be manifested and demonstrated through the body of Christ today. The purpose of the fivefold ministry, let's talk about that. Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 12, the New Living Translation puts it this way. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. What he's saying here is that the fivefold ministry was never intended to do all the work of the ministry, but to equip the entire body of Christ to fulfill their place in contributing to the work of ministry until the whole church, the body of Christ, is built up and edified. Guys, this is an amazing thing. We recognize that we're in a time, I believe, when the Lord is saying to us, it's not enough just simply to affirm the reality of the fivefold, particularly apostles and prophets, but we have to step into the place where we see fivefold ministry doing what it was created and intended to do. The word equipping is a very interesting term. It's only used one time in the New Testament. It's the Greek word katartizmos. Its derivative, katartizo, is found numerous times throughout the New Testament. For example, in Matthew chapter 4, verse 21, this word is translated to mend a broken or torn fishing net. Secondly, it's used in Matthew chapter 21, verse 16, in terms of preparing someone to be able to worship God and serve him according to their purpose and intention for being saved. And then lastly, it's used of bringing together separate pieces and making it whole. So let's look at this a little bit more closely. First of all, the word that is translated mend in Matthew 4:21, Carter Tizo, is actually speaking of a process whereby God takes us and he mends us, he makes us whole. Discipleship is all about delivering us, setting us free, healing us, 
making us whole. You know, Jesus spoke so clearly about that in Luke chapter 4, verse 18 and 19. The gospel of the kingdom is a gospel that brings transformation and healing to the lives of people spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally, financially, in every aspect and area of our lives. As Paul said in 1 Thessalonians 5.23, that the church would be preserved blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, sanctified wholly in our spirit, our soul, and our body. John G. Lake referred to this as triune salvation. It's so important that we understand that the gospel of the kingdom brings healing and brings deliverance and makes us whole. But secondly, God doesn't just want to mend us so we can say, well, look at me. I'm not the person I used to be. God has a purpose. God wants to mend you so he can send you. So the word speaks of being perfectly trained. In Luke 6:40, Jesus said, the student is not better than his teacher. He's not above his teacher, but when he's been perfectly trained, he will be like his teacher. It seems that katartizo refers to making something as it should be for its designed and designated purpose, whether for the first time in creating it as such or to recreate it by restoration. Equipping then refers to making someone ready to do that which they are called and gifted to do as the Holy Spirit designs the body as he wills, so that they, the body on earth, can be and do what he has called them to do. The third example is found in 1 Corinthians 1.10, where Paul speaks about there not being division among us, that we would be of the same mind, of the same judgment, and perfectly joined together. That's the word katartizo. In other words, each string of the fishing net must be joined together. God wants to use us to work together in tandem. He desires the unity of the faith, not only to mend us, not only to send us, but to blend us. And this really ties into what Ephesians 4 speaks about when the church has been fully equipped by the fivefold ministry, you're going to see the following six characteristics. Number one, activation of spiritual gifts so that the saints know what they're called to do and that they are able to be involved in the work of ministry that the Lord has assigned them to. Secondly, edification. The church is built up. When you read Acts 16, verse 5, it talks about how the church grew in number, but they became stronger in their faith. So in other words, guys, it's not just numbers, but it's also going deep in the Lord. Thirdly, this unity of the faith. It literally is the word that means oneness. There is to be oneness, the unification of the faith. And then fourthly, our identification in Christ. We know that we are children of God. We know that we are sons of God and we are connected to our identity in Christ. And of course, that leaves us to maturation. Maturation is coming into the fullness of Christ, the fullness of the stature of Christ Jesus, a perfect man, which is the Greek word teleos. Teleos means full grown full age, wanting nothing necessary to completeness. The idea is that you are in a place where you're able to do what you were intended to do. You're mature, you're ready, 
and you're able to take on the specific challenge that is before you. So the church is to become a single body, the body of Christ. Ephesians 1.23, Paul says that he's praying for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. For in that body lives the full measure of him who makes everything complete and who fills everything everywhere with himself. And then later in the same book of Ephesians, chapter 3, verse 19, again, Paul is praying for the saints, and he says that you may be filled through all your being unto all the fullness of God, that you may have the richest measure of the divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. There is a work that God wants to do that brings us together so that we're not just a body part, that we're part of the body. And lastly, contribution. There's a place of cooperation where we work together, not only knowing our individual gifts, because many today know what they're gifted in. They know their calling, their assignment, they have ministries, but they function autonomously and not part of the body of Christ. And how we see this so often today, even among fivefold ministry, each individual is out doing their own thing, but they're not working together as a cohesive unit. And may I say to us that I know this is a difficult pill for us to swallow, but the church was never intended to have one single leader leading the church in whatever way, whether he's an apostle, a prophet, an evangelist, pastor, or teacher. The fivefold ministry is to be active in the local church. We are called to experience and to receive the impartation of the entire fivefold ministry. And as we receive that, what ends up taking place is the church is built up, the church grows, and we see each and every person becoming more and more like Jesus Christ. Often we have measured success on the basis of the size of our gatherings. We look at the three Bs, bodies, buildings, and budgets. If you have a lot of people, if you have nice facilities, and if you have a lot of money, then you're successful in ministry. Guys, remember the church in Laodicea. Jesus said they were increased with goods in need of nothing. In other words, they had probably a lot of people they had money, they felt that they had arrived, but Jesus said they were wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. There are so many leaders in the body of Christ right now that have become dissatisfied with all that. It's not about the size of our gatherings, but it's about the depth of our disciples. And so rather than using church attendance, tithing, building size to measure our effectiveness in ministry, we need to use the New Testament metrics. And what is that? It's the equipping of the saints. Are we becoming more and more like Jesus Christ? Are we as individual disciples and as the body of a whole being conformed to the fullness of Christ, to the fullness of the stature of Christ Jesus? Are we walking like Jesus did on the earth? And I want you to understand that that's so important. 1 John 2, 6 says, If anyone says he abides in him, let him walk or let him live, even as Jesus himself lived. We can compare ourselves to one another. We can say, I've been a Christian this long. But the truth is, we were called and created to become increasingly more like Jesus Christ, to manifest and to mirror his mannerisms so that his glory is seen in us and is revealed through us. 
we are also created to do his mighty works. In John 14, 12, Jesus said that the works that he did, we will do and even greater works because he's going to his father. And he was clearly speaking of the miraculous. We are called to heal the sick, to cast out demons, to raise the dead, to preach the gospel in power. We are called to step into a place where we manifest and demonstrate the kingdom, not just in word, but in supernatural dunamis power. We're also called to make disciples, to win the lost, to do the things that Jesus did, to show compassion. The list goes on and on and on. But the important thing here is that we have to come back to these New Testament metrics. We are called to be like Jesus Christ. We are to go forth and do what he did. He went around doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for he was anointed with the Holy Spirit in power, and his Father was with him. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Guys, we are called to do the same thing today. We need to raise up this exceedingly great army that Ezekiel saw in chapter 37 so that we can go forth and wreak havoc on the powers of darkness. The gospel of the kingdom to advance the kingdom of God on the earth. That is our commission. That is our calling to be like Jesus Christ, to see transformation, to see change in cities and nations. This is the gospel of the kingdom. The fivefold ministry is called to equip. Equipping involves repairing, and it also speaks of preparing and sending and releasing God's people but that we would do it together in oneness and perfect unity, blending us into the single body, the body of Christ himself. In ensuing episodes, we're going to look at some very practical ways to equip God's people so that they become more and more like Jesus Christ himself, and they function and flow according to the gifts that God has given to them. Hello, everyone. Have you heard of my new podcast called The Power of Five, where we talk about all things fivefold ministry? This is Glenn Blakeney of Awake Nations Ministries. I encourage you to join us each week as we bring some of the most knowledgeable kingdom leaders from around the globe into the studio to chat about this current season of Reformation and specifically how the restoration of the fivefold ministry plays such an integral role in what the Lord is doing to restore and raise up a glorious church in these days. Hallelujah. So guys, please subscribe to The Power of Five on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And would you also consider leaving a review, rating the podcast, and sharing on social media with your friends? Together, let's recover the glory of the Lord as we contend for reformation, revival, the advancement of the kingdom of God on the earth. Thanks for listening to the Power of Five podcast. Be sure to visit kingdomcommunity.global to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our awesome bonus content. See you next time on the Power of Five.